0: is mass ufo worship incoming and inevitable welcome to the cub Cooker supernatural podcast my name is cub Cooker. welcome everybody i hope you're having a beautiful day and i've got an interesting message today as i always do i mean uh otherwise we wouldn't be here right uh so as everybody's joining um i wanted to really open up the can of worms um, with the idea of mass adoption of uFO worship um, in the light of all the different reports going on right now, um, I think they 've been picking up ever since I was a kid uh, back in the nineties you know of course we 've had t v shows um news reports, everything of these u f o s showing up and while some people have fantastic experiences with them, some people have some really, really scary experiences with them so I do not, by any chance, think that these things are all created equal. Um, I think that they uh, have light and dark qualities. Some of them are here for the ascension of humanity, uh, what we might consider more angels. Some of them are here for uh, the demise of humanity or the entrapment of humanity uh, to essentially farm us for our own energy so that we can reincarnate back into this system what is up jason how are you doing my friend we got mythos in the house today Uh, if you guys haven't heard of mythos it's our uh supporter community uh patron support community fantastic community one of the best ones on the interwebs in my opinion uh and the opinions of a lot of people in the group uh it's just called the mythos patron supporter community uh it's over on my website it's only nine bucks a month we have a private facebook group Private live calls every single Saturday where we get to actually talk back and forth about issues going on within the community, uh, world issues, own spirituality issues, anything that you guys need. If you want to get more uh, proximity to me, get in front of me on a weekly basis, uh, this is a great way to do that through the Mythos membership. Only nine bucks a month. Nobody's doing it that cheap. Um, The price is cheap. The value is very, very high. So go check that out. It's a great way to support what we're doing here and, again, get access to an incredible community. So thank you guys for your support on that. I'm going to be reading today some verses. I found the verse yesterday that I was talking about. Um, I want to talk about light and dark duality real quick. Um, I think there's a very, very unfortunate and popular theology that has been going around since. Well, I mean, really, I think I can look back and see that it – um, has been going on at least since the, the 50s and 60s, um, just from the data and from how churches have been founded since that time, built on the dualistic nature of God. The idea that God is both light and dark, both love and judgment, uh, both perfect and um, f- very fickle and changes his mind all the time. Um, and so as we read through the biblical canon, uh, we are pretty much met with the theology, um, that God is somehow this dualistic entity that, you know, your alcoholic uncle is more stable than this God figure is. Um, this is something that atheists used to argue with me all the time. Cause I was like fired up for God when I was younger, like going to go out and be a missionary and an evangelist and go help people, lead people to the Lord, that kind of thing, um and then later in life I kind of fell away from the whole Jesus thing because I watched the people that profess Jesus treat each other so horribly like just just outright you know completely uh destroy each other's um uh, livelihoods, lives, marriages, um sense of personal well-being, I mean just everything all manner of judgments and it just absolutely broke my heart so i really fell away from like the whole jesus movement because i thought somehow that was him like i thought somehow that was what that bred. um and then i i had this awakening starting in 2020 in which i was like i gotta know who this jesus is like i gotta understand and so i started reading uh buddhist texts i started reading hindu texts i started reading gnostic texts um, and I started to uncover the authentic message of Jesus, um, or Yeshua or Esau or whatever you want to call him in whatever tradition, many, many different names, of course. Um, uh, dimple says exactly. I saw it at my church. Absolutely. My friend. And I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, unfortunately that's kind of the state of the church right now. Um, we're watching it happen on mass right now. And I think that what we're about to see happen um, with this mass UFO worship thing is if, if we get like actual disclosure and we actually see these things parked around the planet and working with humanity, this is a very hypothetical thing, guys. Uh, this could happen exactly like I said, it was, um, it may never happen at all. We may just only get hints of them and only what ifs. And we may have movies hundreds of years into the future. Uh, virtual reality type stuff where you get to interact with the theoretical versions of these entities. And they may never show themselves. Um, I believe that they're very real. I think it's very egotistical to think that we are it on this planet. Um, and so uh, Angel Daniel says, aliens are fallen angels. Uh, that's another mindset that I want to go ahead and deconstruct right now. And remember, deconstruction is not destruction. We're going to do it in a loving way. We're going to pull the little Lego pieces off of it piece by piece. Um, And the blanket statements like that, you know, if you think that your reality can be covered by a blanket statement, you need to dig deeper into your own consciousness. Because I can promise you right now, if you dig deep enough into your own consciousness um, and meet your higher self and meet the source of uh, reality, the Brahman, as the Hindu calls it, the source, as the Buddhist calls it, um, the divine, uh, unity mind as the new age may call it, uh, whatever you want to call it, when you actually meet that and you realize the many manifestations and versions of that, um, and that there are entities that will manifest as, you know, with that power, like you can manifest with that power as well and do with it what you will based on your own consciousness, your own vibration. So with that said, um, that's that's where i'm going to go today and read read a bit um, of the old testament read a bit of the new testament and then just talk about some really really poor theology um i am i don't have good theology by the way in fact by anyone's standards as far as like church professional theology goes my theology is all over the place and, and completely whack but um so know that going into it what's up tony how are you doing my friend uh artist says i don't believe in god either yeah so absolutely and you probably don't believe in god because the idea of god like a bearded man on a cloud controlling everything like some sort of chess game is absolutely ridiculous uh however the idea that there are other ascended beings extraterrestrial life us in the future controlling the narrative or playing into that narrative if you will that's not as far-fetched and then the idea that there is sort of a quantum intelligence an energetic expression within all of us that makes up one divine mind the entire universe together being what we would actually more effectively call the source of all things or the supreme being or supreme mind Um, that is a whole different level guys and um, as we get into that uh i just ask everyone to have an open heart open mind with this uh thank you uh jh says uh nice haircut bro appreciate it man thank you very much uh tony has tears right now sorry tony for the tears uh don't have tears it's good day good day good day to deconstruct uh rebuild some understanding here um because i'm happy says i'm awake too just recently awesome welcome my friend Welcome to the awakening. Uh, this episode's not for everybody. I mean, that's what my podcast is not for everybody. If you're uh, either in complete disbelief, this is not for you. If you're in ignorance, this is not for you. And I don't mean that you're you're dumb. I mean ignorance of like I don't want to know. Like I just want to live my happy life and leave me alone. And that's okay. Like you can you can do that. You do you. Um, But with that said, this is for those with an open heart, open mind that say, hey, I don't buy the narrative I've been sold from the time I was a child until now because I knew something when I was a child that they've tried to get me to forget that everything's tried to program out of me. I knew there were other intelligences when I was a child. I knew magic was real. I knew I was magic. I knew I was a superhero. I knew I had powers. I knew I could read people's minds. I knew that there was a weird connectivity between all things. And I knew that when I was able to just exist, just go play at the park or go play uh, by the creek or the river and just exist in creation, that somehow it was transcendental and I was happy, and I was just in this incredible epic of life. That is that place that meditation gets you to, um, and it's it's wild, guys. I finally started meditating after years. I'm still really, really bad at it, um, but I'm learning. I'm learning. It's so hard for me. I'm super ADD. It's, it's hard for me to quiet my mind and just be and just receive. It's super, super hard for me, But but once you do it, it's life changing. It's life changing. Um, meditation is from the devil. Angel Daniel says, oh, my friend, my friend, my friend, um, you're either a troll here or you are very, very, very lost, my friend. And lots of love to you. Um, if you think somehow that quieting your mind, your anxiety, your ADD, um, your worries is is of the devil, then then you are you are quite delusional. And I'm really sorry to say that. I don't have a nice way to say that. Uh, there's nothing evil about meditation, guys. There's absolutely nothing evil about yoga, by the way. There's also nothing evil about honoring other spirits and deities, um, but worshiping uh, and being in awe of and channeling the divine intelligence of the source within all. There, that, That's a whole different level. And if you believe that, then inherently you have to believe that jesus is evil if you believe that meditation and yoga are evil and you understand what jesus was actually teaching you understand that everything he taught was directly out of the eastern tradition uh, as well as the mystery schools it was quite literally uh the esoteric magic of wielding frequencies and energies the quantum magic uh within uh that's a whole nother level guys um dude adam what is up man thank you for the uh the ten thousand stars dude are you serious thank you so much man um wow dang you just made my day brother thank you so much guys uh you guys that gift on this stuff it just it blows my mind and it touches my heart thank you uh we got a lot of heat in the comments today and i and the gifts help man that keeps me going thank you very much um, so what I'm talking about here though is, and I'm just going to, if if I can have your permission to just step into, uh, my divine power right now, Moses Dean, exactly. polification is the work of Satan. Um, I do actually agree with that, man. I, I believe that, uh, I believe that the God of the old Testament was either Satan himself or masquerading as God. Um, it's quite clear from what Jesus says I don't think you can like be a Jesus follower and a Yahweh follower. That's really hard. Unfortunately, we have that mixed in all of our church theology today. And any pastor will tell you that I am, you know, I'm I'm absolutely lost it. But um but yeah, the words of Paul, like, you know, the epistles, um anything that Paul wrote, like, you know, I'm I don't even like the book of Acts personally. It's just systems of control and set up. And to me, it takes away from the esoteric meaning of what Jesus said. If you took all those books away and you just read what Jesus said in the Gospels, you'd have a whole different mystic understanding of what he talked about, even without reading any Gnostic books, even without going to the Eastern traditions of Buddhism or Hinduism. uh, When you add those, then you go, oh, that makes perfect sense. He's literally speaking that language of like meditation yoga bhakti devotion uh love and devotion um like literally the father he's speaking of is more of uh that source or that brahman uh the supreme being uh that lives in in light and and within all um and and not this this thing that is in the old testament and so i'm glad that there's someone that sees that i'm just not a big fan of paul's writings uh some people some of my friends online here um, have decoded maybe some more of the Gnostic meanings behind them. Um, I don't personally see it because when I read it, all I have is like an allergic reaction to it personally. And I just go, no, 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 I don't, I I just can't buy it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Pirated versions of the truth. That's, that's just kind of how I feel. It's like they took what was beautiful and true and pure and very, very mystic and very Eastern type theology. Um, and you got to think theology is the study of deity, the study of divinity, like, um, and so the idea that there's an origin of this that goes back tens of thousands of years is not that far fetched. And the fact that Jesus would have been right there by the silk road, he could have easily, I mean, within, you know, a a fair trip, you know, it would have taken some time. He could have gotten into Egypt. He could have gotten into India Nepal, um, there, there's no reason he couldn't have done that or because of the Silk Road he could have and, and then the shipping routes and everything like he could have just been completely exposed to all this or he could have had that intelligence do- downloaded into him directly from his father so that's totally an option too I'm not here to tell you this is this and that is that by the way that's if you guys think I'm going to tell you that I just I, I'm not I just can't Uh, because i don't know because i change i change my understanding all the time because and we all should right like we all should the the whole point of dogma is this is this and if you don't believe this then this and we get that in the comments all the time this is this and that is that just like the statement of um aliens are fallen angels that's that's bs guys it's belief systems bs that's what bs stands for belief system You know, you need a bigger belief system. You need to, like, if you think every human on the planet is good, you're, you know, that doesn't make sense. If you think every human on the planet is bad, uh, that doesn't make sense either. There's obviously a mix of different types of energies, different types of consciousnesses, um, all kinds of different things on our planet. So to think that out there in the vastness of reality that somehow, because they visit our planet, they're fallen angels – and by the way, did you ever ask yourself from what point of view is the whole fallen angel narrative? Because by that definition, you can view Jesus Himself as a fallen angel. You could view us as fallen angels. You could view Inki uh, or NK in the uh, Anunnaki mythology as a fallen angel. But NK wanted to help uh, ascend humanity. He wanted to help people realize their inner divinity and realize that God is within the kingdom of God is within you and within me. Uh, Annie Logan says, Dogma, best movie ever. Yeah, absolutely, Annie. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Um, uh, Vic says, but they might be. Yeah, and that's true. Like, I mean, that's where there is the negative alien agenda and the Galactic Federation of Light. Um, The largely evangelical, like, churchianity, religiosity movement believes that, like, the Galactic Federation of Light is either, uh, you know, totally false or that uh, they are masquerading in light and that they're not really here to help Um, because even Satan masquerades as an angel of light well I'm going to share with you guys some verses today we're going to look at where actually Yahweh the Old Testament God actually cloaks himself in light and it says that he can take it on and off and so even that quote from the New Testament of you know even Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light but then you also have Jesus telling them, hey, by the way, your father that you worship is Satan. My father is in spirit and in truth, and the day will come and you'll worship him in spirit and in truth. So boom, like you guys see these connections here, um, you know, and if you don't want to see them, like you'll you'll have this reaction to this and you, oh, this guy's totally full of it. Like, you know, oh, he's this he's one of those new age. He's here to deceive everybody, whatever. Uh, you know, and that's fine. Uh, again, I've been called worse. I've been called better. So, uh, it's not going to hurt my feelings, but if you're like me, you know, I heard a message from my good buddy, uh, Josh from sons of God ministries. Um, it's been about a year ago at this point, And I heard his message on, uh, God of the old Testament or the biblical God being Satan. And, you know, I couldn't disagree with it. And I the more I thought about it, the more I agreed with it. And then it made me really sick. And the reason it made me sick is I had been having those thoughts for about a year before that, before I even heard his message going, I just don't like this thing in the Old Testament. It just literally sounds like an alien. And I kept thinking, like, is God an alien? Like, are we just worshiping an alien? And then the more i thought about it i'm like yeah well we really are i think i mean this is just my opinion but guys so um all love to everyone all walks of life race religion tradition orientation i don't care who you're married to where you do or don't go to church what the color of your skin is what your tradition is i love you i love you i love you i'm here in love and light so this message is nothing but love and light i'm not even here to change you i'm just here to deliver a message. Do with it what you will. I mean, you know, I still go to church, but I don't agree with everything that a pastor says because I understand where their theology is coming from. It's a different source than what the source within me. That truth is within me, by the way. didn't used to be uh, because all I was full of was duality, darkness, uh, trying to be good and failing all the time um and now uh you know there is no try it is just be right or just do what is that yoda says that i think um like it's just um you know am i perfect no i'm far from perfect anybody that thinks i'm perfect uh is full of it but the point is is i'm not no longer am i like trying to be a good christian uh that was one of the biggest oxymorons i think in the world Uh, to think that somehow i could be a good christian and be good enough for god when he's in me and all he wants to do is let me manifest him and the only way to do that is through meditation yoga and tapping into the good within you that inherent good the frequency that god already is pouring through you which by the way is not inherently in the old testament when you have this god in the old testament that gives a law and then immediately breaks it that wants, uh, virgins to be used, uh, however they will for the collective that wanted to unalive babies that wanted to unalive millions of people. Um, but by the way, thou shalt not kill, uh, cause it's cool for a God to do that. But if the humans do it, well, we might lose our human farm, uh, and stop farming the energy, um, and giving a law that inherently would be broken over and over ensures reincarnation on this planet, by the way. Um, uh easy seek says amen slow down people and go with it uh yeah absolutely man absolutely like um you know i love comments on these by the way uh but they're going pretty fast and it's hard to follow them um and so with that said you know if you feel like you have a comment that's very relevant great but if you're just going to rattle off a comment think about what i'm saying first and go hmm maybe this guy makes sense maybe it's going to cost me everything by the way to get this message did you ever think about that this message is not something that you just wake up uh, and go i think today i'm going to deconstruct and i'm going to uh, realize that who i had been worshiping for a long time might actually be a dualistic et god and maybe just maybe There's a source within me that is actually the place of life and goodness and light an energetic uh, source within all of the universe. And that actually comes through me. Um, And maybe I am the God that I need to see on this earth. Now, am I saying I'm God? I'm big G God? No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. What is that quote? Be the change you want to see. Why are we not being god on this earth we should be acting as god on this earth um i think that's super super important uh what does et even mean extraterrestrial is what et uh which means it's not of this plane of existence or not of this earth um it's extra so like an extracurricular activity would be something outside of the regular school curriculum uh so extraterrestrial would be you know something from off this planet um, absolutely Annie absolutely Um, yeah Yahweh is a kid on an anthill absolutely uh, dream star uh, like the little kid with a magnifying glass just pew, 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 you know uh, he's got his big ship here and I mean if you guys don't believe in ETs that's fine but it's literally all over the Old Testament Ezekiel's wheel inside the wheel fire and smoke coming down on Mount Sinai uh, the burning bush Abraham's sacrifice with the orbs floating through the sacrifice. Uh, like literally, I, how, how do we not see this? That's, that's like my question at this point. Why did it take this long for this message to be revealed? Because a farmer can be out in his field and look at the crops and think that they're on fire, go out there, and then realize that it's an orb floating up and down through them. Um, and then he tells the news and everybody thinks he's crazy. But now we got Moses. He's a prophet because he got tablets from an extraterrestrial and gave it to everybody by the way tablets that nobody could follow nobody could fulfill Uh, the only person that fulfilled it is jesus and by the way he told us exactly how we can fulfill it too literally the law that trapped us under sin and death kept us in the reincarnation cycle on this planet he gave us the cheat code to it That's what we're missing when we hear about the message of Jesus. And if you guys are actually listening to my message, by the way, what I just dropped is absolute solid gold, by the way. Okay. and and I'm just going to step into that power right now. That is solid gold. Think about the implications of that. Think about all the theology where you hear like, oh, nobody could fulfill the law. It's the law that leads to sin and death, blah, blah, blah. You know, and Jesus fulfilled the law and you got everybody that argues theology. But think about the idea of an alien God that had control over this 3D plane and wanted to trap us in an energetic cycle of reincarnation because he can salvage the energy from us spiritually, the hearts and minds, the worship and the energy from that, but also the sacrifices, the uh, everything from the uh, economic, the political, the religious everything within that he can harvest the energy from that and the resources from that and you may go well he's not coming down right now and and taking up gold he doesn't have to okay because just like we can be the hands and feet of christ right plenty of people can be the hands and feet of the god of this world right think about that um mj says i had a dream something like this by the way i'm trying not to uh cough today so if you guys think i'm Uh, choking on my own tongue here it's because I got like a tickle today so I'm trying to not cough in the microphone so I appreciate you guys uh, understanding that but Tatiana says absolutely so uh, Easy says Dr. Strange trapped uh, Yo Mama uh, in a loop and said I will let you go if uh, you never come back yeah exactly Um, and I can't remember the name of that one Um, was it yeah well it wasn't Yo Mama hilarious by the way uh but it was uh doramamu doramamu was the god there and so that that has more in common with like this this god that we see in the old testament so i'm going to read right here first kings 8:12 i read this yesterday but i'm going to jump into it again cuz like think about what i'm saying look at this image in the background think about what i'm saying guys uh this is not conspiracy theory when you actually put it together and you go wait a minute wait a minute uh, then Solomon said Yahweh has said that I would dwell in thick darkness so then we're going to flash over to first John 1 5 this is the message which we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all well that's interesting that's pretty dualistic oh I guess God's both okay um, okay then we're going to flash to Isaiah 45 I will give you treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that it is I, Yahweh. Then we're going to flash forward. What does Jesus talk about? Like, you know, don't gather up riches for yourself. Like, um, and then you hear this, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Wait a minute. How is he bringing forth treasures of darkness and how is he dwelling in thick darkness? So if in him is light and no darkness at all, why would he even dwell in darkness? Like, what is that? That doesn't make sense. But it does make sense if you have a giant ship that needs to be cloaked in clouds, okay? I don't have to tell you, go YouTube, UFO in clouds, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Go look up UFOs in the darkness. Go look up UFO cloaking. Then also look at the fact that they can turn lights on, they can glow, they can transmute in and out of our reality, uh, especially the massive ones. We've seen some massive ones. They've had them throughout history. Often we just see the, the small orbs now, which are, you know, they're like the little worker bees, right? Like they're the little angels that, that come out, maybe deliver messages like, uh, you know, psychic co- uh, communications um, between them and us. Um, what maybe can even be projected as human beings, just like they would show up at someone's house in, in the Bible and go, uh, you know, I have a message for you. Like, don't be afraid. Like, you know, so it's like, just think about that guys. Think about it like whole nother level stuff, whole nother level stuff. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I recommend the guy in that work as well. Um, I think I have an affiliate link actually to them. I'm not actually affiliated with them, but I think through my Amazon, you can get there, Network, I'm I'm pretty sure I have it on there Um, And I get a small little baby kickback from that. So Uh, but Gaia Network is fantastic. I love Billy Carson Uh, Found them recently really really like what they're doing Uh, So go check that out Um, Again, not affiliated with them officially, but you can go check that out Um, Let's see Um, yeah, so like, okay, so first off the implications of that light and darkness, those are what I call context clues for the the person with an acting mind that says, hey, I'm in charge of my own intellect. I'm in charge of my own intelligence. I'm in charge of my own understanding. I have a consciousness that I can tap into and I can ask questions and come to not just logical, but deep understandings of concepts. And I can understand Because I've been created in a way that can understand. I can understand that duality does not necessarily um, encompass who Jesus was talking about. Duality, however, can encompass these other extraterrestrial gods. Um, Great question, CBA. Uh, Let me answer that. What do I think about the serpent and the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Um, that's very interesting. So if you read the Sumerian tablets, the Numa Elish, uh, which is the seven tablets of creation, as well as other Babylonian and Mesopotamian mythologies, like from thousands and thousands of years before, uh, even the Hebrew mythologies, uh, the biblical mythologies, any of that was formed then you hear about uh, the genetic modification. You hear about the breeding farm of Eden or Eden. Uh, you hear about the first hybrided man uh, from the hominid with the Anunnaki DNA, which was Adam. Adam. Uh, he was trapped in this essentially outdoor, you know, type facility um, where they would, Continue the genome uh, That specific genome and then you have the god in lil Who's more like us, you know, probably taller stronger? um, Probably uses a whole lot more of his brain bigger brain more more like that extraterrestrial type intelligence like would be a god to us, right? Uh, they're doing splicing and genetic alteration. They're wanting basically a slave race of humanity, which is all of us now, by the way, no matter where you're from, that's what we have left on the planet, right? Um, if you follow the mythologies, that's just, and I say mythology because I can't prove any of this. You know, I can't prove anything. Even if I saw it with my own eyes, I can't prove it to anybody. So, you know, this is all uh, my opinion um, and mythology. So, but you've got, you know, this, this Adam, and then he's given a wife who was created out of the same genetics and then they start their own line well then you see that this god enlil um wanted to flood the earth because he was tired of the noise he was just he was like i don't i don't really like this experiment i'm done with it let's just get rid of it well inky or nk uh however you want to say it um is like wait a minute. Uh, I like these these uh beings that we created, and i don't think that they should perish and so he tells his um his half son, which is like half human and half god um uh, because the mythologies get weird and mixed, and that 's where you get a lot of the Enochian type stuff of like angels breeding with humans and but again, like what is an angel other than an extraterrestrial from another planet that's like literally what an angel is now, if you actually look into like light beans that's a whole different thing we mix all the time we just throw angel in there whether it's an, an entity of light or an actual extraterrestrial we don't know there's context clues within the biblical canon of what they are but um so he's got his his half son and he tells him to build an ark and he tells him to build it um like this it's round um it's this saucer shape um, and he's supposed to take samplings from all the animals, samplings, like what? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and so Noah's Ark in that, that form, that earlier mythology, like even before anybody even understood technology is, is really more talking about like creating a genetic arc to, uh, protect, you know, humanity and be able to reseed it after, uh, and has destroyed the earth, spread people out uh, at the tower of Babel, you know, it, it, it all gets mixed. It all gets muddy at that point. And I'm telling you, if you go read through it, it will confuse you because you read the Enuma Elish, you read the book of Enoch, you read Genesis, you realize that they're all coming from the same kind of place or origin, but none of them are exact, but they're so similar that you have to question everything. Like it's wild. It's wild. Um, and then you got all the again the religious conspiracy theorists out there that say, "Oh, that's just to distract from the true God, blah 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 and you know, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate for that right now because I know we'll get that comment um so anyway, think about these verses um and then we've got psalms eighty two five seven they the gods do not know nor do they understand they walk about in darkness, all the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods. All of you are sons of the most high. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like any of the princes. Then in John 8, it says, you are of your father, the devil, uh, because you do your, your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And I mean, think about that, like from the very beginning, he's like, oh, I don't, I'm not happy with this. All right, time for the flood. Like, here we go. Um, You know, and then it's over. And then here we are talking about it at church, um, what, 10,000 years later or whatever it is. So you guys tracking with me right now? Like, you know, raise your hand if you're with me, Um, because this is, you know, I know this gets deep, but I really want you to think about the implications of, all the disclosure we've had, probably going to have more, you know, I hope we have more. I hope we, you know, get some, some honesty about what's going on. Um, it would be nice to know that we're not alone. I think often we feel alone like we're under, uh, just an oppressive system for no reason. And it'd be nice to know, Hey, we got help. We got, uh, galactic, uh, federation help. And you know that there is, uh, negative alien agenda control so like it'd be nice to know that like to get some confirmation on it those of us that meditate those of us that pray those of us that have been willing to give it all up and be wrong and just put it all out there um, you know we we, we kind of know more we we know more in our heart of hearts than anything um, but at the same time it'd be nice to like just watch that narrative play out on more of like a public stage in my opinion so uh, Rachel says, I'm with you, brother. Thank you so much, Rachel. I appreciate it. By the way, I can't see your comments on Facebook cause I'm an old blind guy. Um, you know, that's why I got these big old glasses and I got a little iPhone here. The next iPhone I get is going to be the jumbo one. So maybe I'll be able to see them better over here on TikTok. I've got the iPad. So, um, let's see. D-d-d-d- Scott had a, um, what about uh what was the John verse you mentioned? Uh I had a phone call. Uh Nero asked, yeah, the John verse was John eight, I believe. Yeah. John eight forty-four, by the way. Uh read through all that, like like just read the red letters and listen to how Jesus actually talks to them. Uh he's like uh he's like really, really dropping clues of who his father is and then who they've been worshiping. Like it's it's pretty eye opening. Um so as we kind of continue with this, yeah, and great point. The good uh, good news says, why trust government disclosure? I'm not even necessarily talking about that, by the way. I mean more like irrefutable, like everybody on the planet goes, oh, yeah, there they are. Like, like you can't lie about them anymore. Like it's just like it becomes more obvious. But, again, that's where I think this, if we actually got that, I think that you're going to have so many UFO cults um you know we've had him through history anyway um even if you look at the message of jesus you you hear him talking about his father but then you hear about like he's literally like beaming up and transfiguring and like um you know shining with light and like they didn't know what technology was back then and he could literally have been directly from the galactic federation channeling the very source of the universal intelligence within helping humanity ascend speaking out against oppressive gods other other entities and he's like no 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 don't worship us like you you're from us you need to channel the source like that's what he was actually that's what i see by the way that's that's what i see uh what do i think about the bible uh verse 1 John 4 uh 2 to 3 let me look that up 1 John um Or there it is. Okay. Um let me look up the right version here. I got a specific version I read. Um okay. First John 4. I'm just gonna start at the beginning. Beloved, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone into the world. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Like, I mean even think about that in correlation with like the old gods, like even god of the old testament like um and think about it by the way like testing a spirit is an energy by the way um i think we often think these are little like demons running around like oh you got to test them like these are energy these are intelligent energies like if you study metaphysics yoga and meditation you understand that you're like manifest spirits around you Uh, why is it that like you know aunt edna um, I don't actually have an Aunt Edna, but if I did, you know, she walks around with a little black cloud around her. Like, you know, she's always upset all the time. She's always depressed, like nothing ever goes right for her. She's got spirits speaking that to her because she's manifest them her whole life because she had events in her life that th- she then started believing into, playing into, and continuing to manifest rather than take the test, pass the test, burn the karma move on as a clear individual. Um, You know, if you study things like Scientology, you've got going clear, like the whole idea of you're digging through, like doing the shadow work is the version of it within the new age. Like uh, you're doing that shadow work to clear out all all your own BS, all your own belief systems and go through any trauma that you have um, and clear them out so you can have a higher consciousness and be aware of yourself and others. Self-awareness is super important. So testing these spirits or these energies is is very, very important. Then in verse two, it says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh of God, uh, that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh uh, is of God. Uh, And every spirit who doesn't confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. Uh, And this is the spirit of the Antichrist and whom you have heard Uh, that it comes now it is blah 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 okay so yeah that's that's a really good and that and thank you for bringing that up um here's what i want to say about that i'm going to look at the overview here of john so introduction to the book of john uh over time common phrases can be stripped from their original meaning and applied to something else entirely Uh, according to the bible this tendency to change language is not new um So this is John writes to assure believers of certainty of their faith, uh, and refute heretical doctrines, teaching that Jesus was not fully human or fully and fully divine. Um, and so the author is the apostle John, um, you know, all of these books, we don't know. Uh, I mean, they say it's the apostle John, but the timeline is 80, 85 to 95, um, so, uh, first John is one of those. I don't, because it doesn't have the authentic words of Jesus in it. It's kind of one of those where I consider it OPO, other people's opinions about Jesus. Uh, and I'm trying not to sneeze here. So I'm not crying. I'm just, uh, trying to sneeze. Uh, so I consider it like OPO, other people's opinion on, uh, you know, you got to think at the time here, especially with like the church in Acts, they're fighting Gnosticism. Uh, which is like pagan beliefs, kind of the older traditions mixed with the message of Jesus, more of the mysticism. That's more what I like, by the way, because that's what I actually see that Jesus taught. Uh, He never dogmatically was like, you know, you better darn well believe that I am the fully incarnate son of God in the flesh. And I was fully human and fully God. And I was God and blah, blah, blah. Like he never said that. He's like, who do you say I am? But he's like, in that he's asking a question like study the ancient mystic yogis and you will understand jesus that's like seriously study uh, the ancient yogis and yogic traditions and you will understand what jesus was saying i don't have to like decipher it for you if you go study it because um when you get into first john and stuff it's like there's a lot of effort to set out that dogma, that doctrine. This is this and that is that rather than who do you say he is like, uh, for me, I'm a devotee of Jesus. I believe he is uh, a guru and I want to drink from the well that he's springing forth from and become a Christ myself, not, uh, just follow somebody and then hope that I don't go to hell like that. That tradition, you know, that old church house tradition of, you know, heaven and hell, uh, judgment and, you know, forgiveness and all of that. Like it just doesn't make sense within the metaphysical makeup of our reality. But when you understand things like karma, meditation, yoga, how you yoke yourself to different energies, like that's what yoga is about. Um, then you totally start to understand what Jesus was talking about. And he taught us how to burn karma, how to free ourselves, uh, from our own sinful nature, so that we can actually be the savior that we need um did he go to the cross absolutely i think that they totally unalived him for his message of enlightenment and freedom um and for coming against the economic religious and political construct i mean that was you know he was the the og martyr uh probably not the first one i'm sure but um so it it, it's it's really, really wild when you get into this. So great question, by the way, about, uh, first John over here, uh, because, um, you know, you gotta be, when you read just because it's in the Bible, uh, I've gotten to the point where I honestly, if it's in the Bible, I question it. If it's not in the Bible and it's been verified by, you know, the, the, you know, the, the community of archeologists, you know, and I'm not saying they're perfect, but, Um, you know, things like the Nag Hammadi scriptures, the gospel of Thomas, in my humble opinion, is maybe one of the most authentic documents we have with the words of Jesus, because it would completely overthrow any construct that was built around this, the whole church in Acts, all the writings of Paul. Um, again, some people argue that the writings of Paul have a lot of Gnosticism in them, but I don't, I don't personally see it. I at least see so much control in it. That the average person that reads it thinks that they somehow have authority to go the whole iron sharpens iron thing, like you gotta go hold your brother accountable or whatever, because you're both in the same church and you're like, brother, you know, you've you've been going to work ten minutes late. And I just want you to know that's not a Christ like mentality. Like, you know, I'm just telling you guys, like I've been I've been on both ends of that type of relationship, and it is absolutely destructive to self, to your consciousness. And to the authentic experience of life on this planet. And that's all I want you guys to see as we go through this. Is like, think for yourself. And like, uh, we've got brothers and sisters in our community. And they'll, they'll throw a verse out there. And like, you know, well, God says this. And it's like, did God actually say that? Or did someone say that thinking that God said that? And the only way for you to actually know what God says. Is for you to go within yourself. Because that's where he is. You know, he's not you know, on your rooftop, he's not up in the air floating, you know, he's not in the ocean. Jesus said, you know, if the kingdom comes in the ocean, then the fish are closer than you. If it comes in the air, the birds are closer than you. The kingdom of God is within you. So like, you know, like think about it, just think about it. Uh, And then here's like, I'm just on Google. I typed in God is light and darkness, like, and, and it's just like hundreds and hundreds of results from churches and schools of theology and different websites You know, it says, is God darkness or light? You know, the terms light and darkness can be used uh, of God without being contradictory. No, they can't. Like, no, they can't. Well, you don't understand because you have a human mind and God has a divine mind. And I'm like, I can tell you right now, if somebody does those atrocities and then tells me that I shouldn't do them and then says, I'm going to be judged if I do, and that I can't attain, you know, enlightenment and, and unity with that entity Uh, And then you got people like Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, uh, and lots of other ascended masters coming along going, hey, God's in you. You can connect directly with him. He is the light within you. He's the light in the fire. He's the light in the light bulb. He's the light uh, in the sun. Like literally his intelligence is coming through his visible and invisible rays of light through all things like that is the power of God within you. Um, And so just be careful guys like that. That's all I want to tell you is like a lot of you guys will go hit up Google and you're going to get inundated. Like, how do I know that Satan's in control? Because all I have to do is go Google something like that. And every church in the world is putting out their dualistic theology in front of you. And again, I'm not, this is not cub against the church or anything that that's not what this is. I'm just telling you, think for yourself okay because there even even the well meaning the pastors that we all love we've got them as our next door neighbors our best friends i've got some of my best friends in the world are pastors and i love them to death but they have been programmed just like we all have like and that's what this is this is the great awakening and that doesn't mean that we wake up and go back to sleep that means we are awake we are light workers we are light warriors stepping into warrior status raising our consciousness helping the collective stepping into the heart chakra and manifesting all good from that um and guys that is that's what I'm here doing that's what all of us in mythos are doing we just launched the new course called charisma light warrior academy if you want to get in early there's about 70 videos in it right now um and it covers all manner of things like literally we are if you like what I'm talking about here, man, it it we go deep over there. I've got it split up into some really cool sections now. So the Charisma Light Warrior Academy is like its own curriculum. It's my own proprietary method um, for consciousness, ascension, how to read different spiritual texts. How do you begin to have your own understanding of all of this? What are your spiritual gifts and how can you use them for the collective? Then... We have a section called Lumination, which is the mind and metaphysics. Then we have a section called Knowing, which is flow and channeling. Then we have an Abundance section, which is craft and manifesting. Then the Source section is all about power and gnosis. And the Download section is all about getting you the right data and downloadable resources so you can literally start crushing your spiritual journey. And a lot of people that are in that course are actually still taking the step into being full-time professional spiritual practitioners, making their own content, serving customers, clients, uh, writing their own books. We've got a sister that's making her own tarot decks, like all kinds of cool stuff, guys. Like literally, you know, if you can dream it and you're like, I know I'm a light worker and I'm ready to be a light warrior and I want to step into doing this more publicly, uh, at least with friends and family, you know on my own personal time and then maybe just maybe one of these days i could go professional with it Um, a lot of people are finding out that that day is sooner than later so go check it out it's only 29 bucks these people that are doing these courses i've seen them three four five hundred bucks a month for these courses guys and i'm doing 29 bucks a month so i don't believe in gouging people for anything i want you to have access to the information um, and and activate it through going through that portal and uh, you go through the paywall, you, it activates something in you. You, you got to make a choice. Do you want these streaming networks that are feeding you more belief systems? or do you want to actually step into what you believe, your own belief system? Go through my course here. I'm actually going to uh, be working with you in the community here in every video. There's quizzes, there's homework. Um, and it's fun homework by the way cool stuff you can do to test out all of this stuff different challenges it's literally like me holding your hand and walking you through all of this so um, and then if you get in it now before I go up on the price um, it'll lock you in at 29 bucks a month and I'll give you the mythos community for free so you can join those live calls for free you can be in the group and interact in the community you get the course and the community and the calls, everything all bundled together. So don't miss out. Like seriously, when I get a certain amount of people in there, which is quickly approaching, I'm going to go up and it's going to double in price at least. uh, Because it's, it's worth that. Like I've put a lot of effort into it. um, And it's growing. It's, it's in the early stages now. Like I said, only about 70 videos now, only about 70. You do one a day. That's 70 days already. Um, And, you know, if you do more than one a day, it's going to, it'll blow your mind. It's a lot of data and it's a lot of stuff to practice. So check it out. I think it's revolutionary. I haven't seen anybody do a system like this. So I'm really excited to have it out there. Appreciate you guys letting me market a little. That's how I continue this mission and serve you guys better. I want to read one more verse here. Um, You know, obviously we got the in Exodus where Yahweh strikes down all the Egyptians um then in corinthians uh they talk about the destroying angel like think you know it, it literally is talking about yahweh is passing over the door um and then allowing the destroyer here and then they talk about the destroying angel like why is god destroying again like ask yourself that um and i'm gonna jump forward because we read some of these yesterday Um, uh, hosea 13 4 8 write this down guys uh, dream says, hoping to sign up soon. Thank you, my friend. Uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Um, it's really cool. And I got more videos coming this weekend in it too. So, um, Hosea 13, four, eight yet. I am Yahweh, your God from the land of Egypt. Okay. I had somebody arguing with me the other day. That's not what it says. That's not what it says. I'm a Bible scholar and that's, you don't understand whatever guys. Like I'm telling you, I got it here on the PDF. You can go look it up. Hosea 13, or through 8, Yet I am Yahweh your God from the land of Egypt, and you shall acknowledge no God but me, and besides me there is no Savior. But I thought Jesus was a Savior. Wait, what? It does not make sense, guys. And by the way, if you're to believe in the truth and the light, it dang sure should make sense, okay? It should make sense. It should make sense in your heart. It should make sense in your higher mind. And it should make sense within the collective mind. Okay. And I'm telling you guys, this does make sense the way I'm sharing this. It does make sense, but it's uncomfortable as hell, guys. Because you got to go through hell to get out of that. You got to deconstruct your own belief systems. It's difficult, guys. I'm telling you. Hosea 13, 4 through 8. Um, And then in verse five of Hosea 13, it says, I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of great drought, according to their pasture. So were they filled Uh, and they were filled and their heart was exalted. Therefore, they have forgotten me. Verse seven in Hosea 13 says, therefore, I am like a lion to them, like a leopard. I will lurk by the path. I will meet them like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs, and I will tear the covering of their heart. There I will devour them like a lioness. The wild animal will tear them. Now what I'm about to share with you, if you've made it this far in the live stream, God bless you. Welcome. You are, you're obviously a light worker because you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta know what's up here. What I'm about to share with you will change your faith forever. So if you are comfortable in your faith, click off the video right now. But once you see this, you cannot unsee it. And by the way, I have dozens and dozens and dozens of examples just like this. I am working on a PDF revealing all of this. In Revelation 13, remember what I just read, Yahweh says, therefore I am like a lion to them. Like a leopard, I will lurk by the path. I will meet them like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs. You ready to have your mind blown? Revelation 13, verse 2. The beast which I saw. Okay, the beast. You guys, you know, the beast system. We're all worried about, oh, the beast system. Mark of the beast. You got all the, you got the blasphemous names on the head. The ten crown. You got all this stuff. The beast which I saw was like a leopard. And his feet were like those of a bear. And his mouth was like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and his great authority. One of his heads looked like it had been wounded fatally. His fatal wound was healed, and the whole earth marveled at the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast who is able to make war with him? You guys get it? Like, do you really get what I just said there? Do you get what the Bible is saying right there? Because your pastor won't tell you this, and they're gonna they're gonna spin this a different way. Yahweh is saying, I'm like a lion to them, a leopard that lurks by the path, like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs. And then this beast, this blasphemous beast, is like a leopard. His feet were like those of a bear. And the mouth of the mouth of a lion. And then you've got this dragon, which I believe is Hasatan in the Hebrew. That, that great uh, deceiver on the earth, right? That we see in Job walking around on the earth. And then Satan meets with Yahweh and Elohim. And Elohim and the, the, the council, right? You cannot unsee that, guys. Yeah, exactly, Jay, Uh, and then Psalms 18 is Job's description of Leviathan, it's like, it's crazy, guys, crazy, Uh, and that's just Revelation 13, like the easiest thing to remember there, Revelation 13, and I just read like verse 2 through 4, and then you get into the Apocryphon of John, and this is the Gnostic uh, Apocryphon of John, um, and this is in chapter 11, verse 20, Says in his arrogance, Yaldabaoth boasted to the other archons that I am God and there is no other God besides me. And then we hear over here, besides me, there is no savior. Like it's all there, guys. And the beast system that everyone's afraid of you literally interact with it every day like when you sit in church you're in the beast system because you're getting dualistic theology you're getting trained to give into the system Then that systems then you have the governmental system the economic system the religious system it's all the heads of this beast think about all the different heads of this there's seven i want to know what those seven are i'm not sure exactly what they are but You know, uh, to me, that's got to be, you know, you got like political, economic, religious, uh, probably like resources, like there's there's probably all, you know, yeah, seven doctrines that absolutely. I mean, there's probably a lot of different uh, ideas on what these are. But and then you've got the other questions that I have, honestly, guys, just to tie into all this is you've got the revelation cube, as it's called the New Jerusalem, which is a literal extraterrestrial kingdom on earth and by the way that representation of the new jerusalem in book of revelation is not by by any stretch of the imagination the only celestial kingdom that is supposed to come down from the clouds in the end times literally every mythology around the world has some sort of celestial city that's supposed to come down with their gods to live among the people in that end time You have to think about this stuff and understand this, because if you're looking and you see a cube come out of the sky and you go, that's Jesus, that's him. I got to go. I got to go meet him. I think that we all have to actually question that again, because Jesus says that the kingdom does not come with visible signs. It's within you and me. And in my opinion, it comes forth through us. We are the Christ. Do we actually get to meet you know, the manifested version of, of Jesus himself? Sure, at some point, but I think that's gonna come after we have these celestial cities come down around the world. Yeah, UFO worship. Um, what kind of, uh, yeah, would be worshiping a spacecraft? Well, just think about it. It's in Revelation. You got people all over the world that are already looking for it. I grew up being trained and taught. When I see that cube come down over Israel, that's when jesus is here and jesus is coming in the sky he's going to rapture me and i'm telling you guys i've already been raptured the rapture is an esoteric rapture it's a consciousness your consciousness is caught up to christ consciousness those with eyes to see and ears to hear actually understand what i'm talking about um yeah exactly dreamers uh dream dreams uh, dreams to dream star Oracle. Okay. Awesome. Sorry. Uh, uh, try to read your name there. Uh, no one will say low here or low there. It comes through us and it's coming fast. Amen. Absolutely. Michael, what's up my friend. Jesus said there were two or three gathered. Uh, he is there. Jesus is already here. Absolutely guys. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that verse. Literally think about the extraterrestrial kingdoms to come. Uh, I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm not saying they're all good, but I'm saying, I think what we've been waiting for comes through us. And I think that's what Jesus was saying. And I'll share with you if I have different revelations on that. But right now I've done a lot of deconstructing. I've given up so much. I see memories every day on my Facebook page from the gorgeous house I used to have in the country just a year, year and a half ago. I was, you know, we were working on the lawn and getting it decorated and, and, then at the beginning of 2022 my entire world changed again after i'd already lost two businesses uh we had the whole shutdown thing then you know i had kind of shifted my whole business to more of like working with faith organizations and stuff and then like my biggest contract on that cut me loose And I'm not blaming anybody. That's the last thing I'm going to do. I'm not mad at anybody. But I'm telling you guys, I've given up. And I agreed before any of that happened, before the pandemic, I agreed, God, I want absolute truth. I want to know who you really are. I don't care where I find it. I don't care if it changes everything in my life. I'll give all this up. I just want to step into my divine power and I want to step into my life's work. And I'm telling you guys that's what I'm doing now. So anybody in the comments now or later on that says, I don't know what I'm talking about or I'm just full of it or I'm just trying to sell a course or whatever, I get it every day. I I cannot tell you how much I've given up. I cannot tell you. Yes, it's just earthly possessions, whatever. But I had a really nice life. I really enjoyed my life. I loved the business that I had. I worked so hard at it. But I did agree that I wanted to step into my life's work. And I'm getting to rebuild everything. And I know and I truly believe that that this is my year to, to start rebuilding on a foundation that is strong, that is permanent, that is my life's work in whatever form or fashion. And I think amazing big things are coming for this community, for this mission that we're doing here. And I just thank you so much for your support authentically and honestly from the bottom of my heart. I am not who I used to be. Even two years ago, uh, I wrote a book that was largely from a church point of view, a, you know, good Christian theology point of view. And a lot of what's in that book, while it's good, is not the authentic self that I'm sharing right now. It's not that place of like, I feel like I was trying to be very correct in that book. And I'm not here to be correct. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to be authentic. I'm here to pour my heart out for you and channel whatever the heck this message is every single day on this podcast. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Michael says full circle equals back to the beginning with a new perspective. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Uh, So I don't for a second regret it. When I see it on Facebook though and I see that beautiful house and the huge yard, we had a two acre yard, best view in the world, farm behind us, every sunset and thunderstorm that rolled in we got to see. The canyon was right across the street from us. There was this big, pretty canyon, wildlife and deer everywhere. And I literally gave all that up to do this. I could have stayed in that house, gone out, got more contracts, worked on more high ticket offers. I'd done it before. I could have done it again. But we made that decision at that point. It's time to go full time with this. So we sold everything from our vehicles to our house to literally 90% of our possessions. We moved back to the city to be closer to family, get nearer our support system and make sure I had the resources and the freedom to go for this and that we could cut all of our monthly living expenses in half, which is effectively what we did. And it has not been easy. Like literally I burned through all of my savings last year to get here. And here we are in 2023. We finally have a community going finally, recovering some of that and it's literally because of you guys so thank you thank you thank you thank you for showing up for the content thank you for the support for the comments for sharing it i just don't want you to think that i'm here to hawk anything everything that i've built has been because i'm building it and it is absolute fire okay it's the fire from me it's what you see on here it's my authenticity pouring into it it is not me just throwing stuff together going, oh, I hope I make a quick buck. Some of these people are doing that, guys, and I wouldn't do that to you. So I love you. Thank you, Janine, for the stars. God bless you guys. Thank you for the gifts on TikTok and on Facebook and for the supers over on YouTube if you're watching this later. The gifts, whether this is you know months later after the live stream or you're watching it right now, the gifts help me at any point in time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Have an awesome day. I'm going to go see my wife. Uh, she gets a day off tomorrow, so I'm gonna let her take care of the dogs tomorrow. I'm gonna film a ton of content for the course, um, drop more content uh, online for you guys. So thank you guys. Uh, Rick says good things are coming your way. The truth and honesty will shine through. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate that, my friend. Um, like I said, I you know this is pre 2020. I was always trying to be right, trying to pretend to be you know the the good Christian that I thought I was supposed to be. And now I'm just, I'm just me, guys. I'm just me. I'm I'm an imperfect human being that has a perfect source within me. And I just want to be sensitive to that every day and try to pour that out and bless some people here. And I don't just mean bless, guys. I mean change the freaking world, okay? Like I literally mean raise the consciousness. I literally mean like helping you deconstruct from years of torture, abuse, and trauma from church family members, significant others, whatever you're going through, we've all been there. You know, we've all been good and evil. We've all done, we've, you know, right? Like we've all had addictions and struggles. I want you to be free from them. And I believe this is your year. I honestly, honestly believe that for all of us, that we can break chains that we've had on, generational curses. When we look in the mirror this year, I believe that we are gonna fall head over heels in love with ourself because we realize ourself is his self is herself is they them the supreme being janine says you got your eyes open absolutely and i hope that we all do so thank you guys uh kathy says this is the closest thing to the truth thank you kathy god bless you i appreciate that um cb says thank you for answering my question absolutely that's why i do this live guys one of the few live podcasters who has the guts to get out here and do this live uh, some people do live streams, but it's rare that they actually record them as a podcast and repost them. Uh, and I've, I think I've started a pretty good trend with that on TikTok, and then we've moved it to Facebook, and we're gonna move it over to YouTube. As soon as we hit ten thousand on YouTube, or it's seventy five hundred, if you want to see me stream on YouTube as well, go hit up the channel over there. Give me a follow over on YouTube. It is uh, you can just search at uh, the A Apple. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R over on YouTube or hit up my website ww dot c u b k u k e r dot com for all my socials for the audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, everything you guys need, tons of free resources over there too. So Angel Appleseed says I see your passion. T M says you will with prayer hands. Thank you guys so much um i love you guys you all have a beautiful day thank you thank you thank you for being here and i will see you tomorrow god bless you